the legacy that's wrong. That's the legend of the Armstrongs. Questions get answered. Oh, you didn't know. Let's start the show. Welcome back to the show. It's Road Dog and Cassio, and you're listening to... Oh, you didn't know you better ask somebody. The D-O-double-G and Cassio, we getting rowdy. 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 Uh, uh. We're about to move yeah. some things. We're yeah. speaking of moving some things. My little uh, birthday hat. Like mm-hmm. some of your... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are celebrating. It's our one-year anniversary Ta-da! right here tonight on Oh, You Didn't Know podcast. We have been on the air for one year. This is bald co-host number two. Uh, <laughs> I'm Road Dog. Um, my real name is Brian. Uh, I like long walks on the beach. Uh, I'm a snuggler. I love a good snuggle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're a, we're a year old here at Oh You Didn't Know. How about that, man? Can you does believe it, it? Does it feel like a year? It does. I crapped in my pants like five minutes ago, and <laughs> so I'm just, yeah, I feel exactly like a one-year-old. And like most people do when they start having uh, anniversaries, they've been married for a while, <laughs> we're going to celebrate by bringing some strangers in with us. Uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to answer questions. Yeah. Wait. Boy, this thing just popped the fire out of my temple, man. <laughs> what is I'm it? I'm talking about it's a string on my hat. Oh uh, yeah. It was stuck on my hey, headphones. Not worth the just, gig. Sh- not worth <laughs> Now not it's worth to the, the side. Stick. I look like the uh what was that, the Wayans brothers on Living Color that <laughs> yeah. did two snaps? Yeah. I'm yes, doing a movie is, review. That is Oh, you, you didn't know like. it gets two snaps and a Z. Uh, <laughs> and a one. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> Loved it for the first year. All right, man. Uh, this has been fun to wow. celebrate a yeah, year. A How year. about it? I tell you what, I've been drinking since noon, so I don't know what day it is. Or <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, the truth of it is, when this came, uh, the, the topic of this episode came up, and and you said it was a year. Uh, holy mackerel! Like it's <clears throat> honestly, they say what you know, time flies when you're having fun. It does not seem like we've been doing this a year. Um, well, shout, but I, shout I out. appreciate everybody uh, that's been on the ride with me. That's for dang sure. Shout out to uh, Ryan Katz, who, of course, started this with you, uh, yes. man. Laid the groundwork, put this thing on some solid tracks, yeah. uh, and made it easy for me yes, to step so th- in when yeah, he went th- on th- bigger and bigger things. Thank you, Ryan, uh, for that. And to Steve Kaufman, who was early on working yes. with us. And uh, and now, you know, the D'Angelo, the Dynamite D'Angelo brothers. Yeah, um, the Dirt Sheet of, brothers. Yeah, out of the Pacific Northwest. Um, they they come in from Cleveland. And, uh, you know, they're <laughs> Cincinnati kid and uh, Tokyo Joe. Yeah, yeah uh, but- Pittsburgh Pete. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just everybody who's been on, been on in the journey, you know what I mean? On the journey with us, excuse me. And, and all the listeners too, all seven of you guys. Thank yeah. you so much. And that's grown. We had you. five and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and they're all coming to my house for Thanksgiving. So good stuff so far. <laughs> well, that's good. That means I just got the invites. Since I was one of yeah, the yeah. You're in, you're in. Um, and thanks everybody who's been interacting with us. I mean, these are some of our, these are some of the funniest ones to me, man. We don't, they're, we never know what they're going to shoot at us. Yeah, they're definitely the funnest uh, yes. because you don't have any idea what to expect. And so this is all fun. It's fun. The funnest ones to me to talk about wrestling that happened yesteryear. Okay. That's cool. But, but this cool, quick interaction is really fun for me personally. So whether you like it or not, I don't care. I'm, I enjoy these. And also a year's a long time, but in the world of podcasting, even on this own ad free shows network that we're also a part of, yeah, uh, we're babies, man. We are a brand new thing and we're growing yeah. and changing every single day. We're going to have changes. We're going to add features. We're going to delete features. If you want to, 
If you want to have an idea, let us yeah. know. We might try to yeah. implement something. We ain't scared. We'll do whatever we want. We are young. Fun. We're here to cater heartache to, to heartache. our listeners. We stand. We stand. No promises. No demands. Yeah. Okay. So we were there for a second. Love is a battle. It is a battlefield, man. All right. And let's I, get sometimes. Into the... No, no, no. Let's stop oh, right there. Oh. Love is a battlefield. Arrows. In relationships like that, there's a song out now. I think Cody Johnson sings it. And it's, uh, talks about like just, I'm just learning to be human. Forgive me because I'm just learning to be human. Oh, you know what I mean? And it, okay. it hit. I heard the music the other day, and I looked at my wife, and I was like, "That's me." You know what I mean? I'm just learning to be a human. Now, granted, I'm 53 years late, but <laughs> yeah. but that's self-induced too there's another song by chris stapleton that says nobody to blame but me, but me and that's yeah. a good one because that, that's the truth man and, and that's our, to, to and look i know we're going off on a song tangent here but to me that chris stapleton song i listened to it the other day and i laughed and i sang because he said uh she uh put uh what she put sugar in his in his john deere i can't even mow my lawn yeah <laughs> Such a such a country bluesy like yeah. oh he he she the biggest hock, thing in his life all his, she put all his guns in hock she ran his hot rod in the pond she she he couldn't even cut his grass you know what I mean she, so and down I, and out yeah and I just I laughed so hard at that but that's what I and it's all his fault the blame <laughs> is on him my friend you can't blame nobody but you. hello my name is human hey and I know? don't know where I was going with that story. I don't think it matters. You no. We don't know where we're going with this podcast. I mean, look at me. I got let's, a tiny hat on. Let's be honest. I, I'm uh, two zips and a snap. You know what I mean? Let's let's be honest. I thought it looked good, but I didn't think out that I would have headphones on. You know, yeah. I thought it. No, would no, no. You thought it through, like and it's if awesome. Was, if this was down, well, I'm gonna get popped again. Yeah, that's worse oh. than my broke rib. Is popping your face with the. I, so I don't hey, know. Now, look at this look. Whole different look there. Oh wow, it's a lot worse. <laughs> it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to possible? you. How is that possible? You are John Wayne Gacy right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even. There are people in your crawl space. Is all I'm saying. There's there's a CrossFit like. I a have partner. a lampshade made out of human skin. <laughs> I will her hat. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. Here yeah, we go. yeah. You look. Oh, no, you look, look. look anyway. <laughs> this is some American horror stories. Yeah, this is not a good look. I'm either. gonna have nightmares tonight. Now it's like I'm a. It's like a. I'm a unicorn that just quit growing. You know, <laughs> just I got a nub of a horn. <laughs> I broke. I broke it off in a battle. <laughs> yeah. In a yeah. unicorn battle. Oh my God! This look uh, right here—that looks good, though. I'm liking yeah. it. No, I know, and we and we wonder why nobody takes this podcast serious. <laughs> well, I tell you what—if if you take this podcast seriously, hang up, shut off, do whatever you got to do. I don't even Kick know how you. You're in know. the wrong yard. I don't know how you get off of here, but get off. Just get off. Go ahead and take a walk because you're in the wrong yard, brother. Take a lap, rookie. <laughs> Come back later and check in. Come on back it. later when you're ready to have a good time. Check out, yeah. <laughs> Come back at anniversary too. See how we're going. There. Yeah. See. See we'll how be we've been. Out, see how we've been out of business for eight months. <laughs> this is our retirement show. <laughs> this is our retirement show. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna do like twelve more.
Hey, by the way, as we're talking, man, uh, speaking of our retirement plan, I'm, we need to sell some merch. And so, uh, okay. Uh, Cause, uh, I know you just, you I just need a haircut. Yeah. And baby need a new pair of shoes. You do. And so I want to sling up cause they are about to go fast. Our oh. 69 Jersey that we yep. just dropped. And it's an exclusive. Only 69 of these are being made. So you need to be one of the first to get it. And they are already going fast. We debuted yep, some them. Some are gone. So we you get the O you didn't week. know. Yeah, this is number 69, the O you didn't know logo, and O you didn't know on the back. Um, yeah, it's a it's a throw, you know, a, a throw off from the old DX jersey. This is oh, you didn't know. And like you said, there's we're selling 69 of them, and some of them are already gone. So hop on this quick, boxagimmicks.com. And get yours now before they are gone. When they're gone. Yeah, your, that hat still with the the jersey went away. If you're watching, and the should, hat was still there on your head, should the like hat I, go away? <laughs> it's still there. There it is. Should I keep the whole thing, or, or molly, are you gonna be hard molly, to focus? Molly, molly, molly. There, that's bad because I, I thought I you might have. I was born in the darkness. I was. You were merely raised in it. All right. oh. <laughs> Here we go. All yeah, right. Please put Party it hat on. is off. Oh, okay. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> well, start. that's on you. You wanted to take it off. That's fine well, with me. I felt the vibe from you. I felt the vibe. <laughs> I'll really be honest with you. Um, it didn't go like I thought it was going to go. Okay, but I, it was, look, it was worth a try. You know what <laughs> I mean? Was. Swing. Swing, my friend. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into some questions as we celebrate Ooh. this part. Let's get so, so what are we doing here? What are we so Ask one dog year anything. Ask me anything. And now so have we vetted these questions at all? I've looked through them and the buddy, they are all over, over the place. Okay, so it's literally asking me anything. One year anniversary, they're trying to get me kicked off. I say, yeah. Yeah. let's do it. YOLO. You know what I mean? Colin I mean, I Wood. I mean. YOLO. You, yeah, that's you only, my kids say that. What does it mean? You only live once? Yes, yes, you only live once. And then what's the other one? FOMO. Fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. Yes. I'm learning yeah. all kind of stuff. TBH. To be honest. Yeah. There's another one, D-I-K. No, I don't think that one's real. My, Do my, my... it yourself. No, that's D-I-K. Oh, no. It was did you know? Did I know? Oh. I, I'm not sure. O-U-D-K. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Y-E-S. Why yes, yes. Uh, Michael Collingwood Collingwood Mag wants to know at you didn't know Pod. When are you bringing back the dreadlocks? If you didn't do wrestling, what would you have done? So one, are you so, ever bringing the dreadlocks yeah, back? Never. I, they, okay. I think gray dreadlocks give me a, a vibe of the guy on The Walking Dead that had the tiger, and I feel like that's when I stopped watching. Um, so I'm not doing. I'm not you doing are that. that guy. That's yeah, great. I'm not, I forgot about So I'm you. not doing that. I already look like uh, uh, Sinbad. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's bad enough. It's bad. So so yeah. No, I won't be doing. But that picture that you put up of me with those braids, those they were newly good. done and well done. They look uh, well. They're tight too, buddy. They're tight, toy like a trigger. Yeah, they hurt. Um, <laughs> but I was high. So um, but but like they look good there. I like those. Yeah, I wouldn't do that again. Uh, Better chance of us getting a year two or you wearing dreads again? It's a close one. Mm. <laughs> That's a tough call, isn't it? Ooh, I'm gonna have to get back to you on that one. Uh, no, I can tell you for sure I'm not gonna not going dreads ever again. Um, it's just too much maintenance, and I'm too far too old for that. Um, but the second question was: If you didn't it, do wrestling, what would you have done? I, I don't know. I don't know. In Did my you mind, career military. So, so in my mind. 
that's what I would have done. But at the time, I couldn't re-enlist to do what I wanted anyway. So it was it almost like I, I got I didn't get forced out. I could have re-enlisted and, and the but same thing. You might have still been doing it, it if you yeah, would have got I, what you wanted. Yeah, if I would have got what I wanted, I may I may have chose that over wrestling anyway. Wow, and, and that's the truth um, because I really liked it. I really loved the structure and the, the camaraderie and the, everything about it um, was just super cool to me. Um, you run the writer's room like that or, or do people kinda. need to be five minutes early and let's go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, look at that's yes. Yes, I do. And I run my family that way. And I run, you know, yeah. needless to say, it's, it's a, a bit of a bit of an issue with me is, is control. Um, uh, so it's, I have to try to make sure I'm not trying to control people when I'm trying to lead them. You know what I mean? And, sure. and not, not, not micromanage them. Um, my my and, stepdad is army and my in-laws are army and it, it's the same thing. You, yeah. Yeah. It yeah, bleeds yeah. So, over. That's your yeah, mind, you mindset. You can't help it. I get yeah. in that perspective and it's looking at, and, and I'm, you know, 35 years later after I get out, I still sit with where I can find my egress and my, and my, uh, you know, where I'm going to leave the hotel or the, the restaurant, how I'm going to see the people coming in. I still think about things like that, that are, I don't know. I don't know if the, you know, the, my, my family comes in and they go, Oh, where does dad, where are you going to sit? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I have to sit in a certain right. place and then they sit around me. You know what wow. I mean? And they go, cause he's, he's going to face the door and he's going to have his back to the wall and he's going to, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's crazy. I'm a crazy person. Um, but that's where my head's at. You know what I mean? It's it's where it's always been. All right. Uh, let's, let's keep it going. Top guy, Jeremy, Jeremy priest wants to know JP. Will we ever see the beard in dreadlocks? Man, so this, I don't oh. know who this dude is. I don't, I don't think know. That's, that's not Jeremy, no. I don't think that's Jeremy, um, but that's awesome. Oh. You ever seen the movie Yellowbeard? No. I, I reference it a lot. It's an old, like, uh, John Cleese, and it's it's almost oh. Monty Python, but not Monty Python. Well, then I'm in. Uh, but yeah, it's very, you would love the kind, it's called, it's called Yellowbeard and it's an old movie, but you will laugh at it. And that guy, the, the, the star looked kind of like that, but he had candle wax in his goat and he would light it on fire. And so he had like fires in his beard when he was attack the ships and stuff, but, but it's a comedy and it's, it's oh, so funny, man. You'll, you'll love it. If you like that kind of stupid, have, you know what I mean? Monty Python <laughs> stuff, then, then you'll love this too. Have you um, ever but, seen Vikings? Oh yeah, not Vikings. Um, Vikings is a serious one. Yeah, there's a uh, comedy Vikings. <laughs> I think it's called Valhalla. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, you must find it and watch it. Okay, it is, it's the same premise. It's a, it's just like if somebody spoofed Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where they're like, "Hey, I'm going to challenge you, and if I beat you in combat death, I take your wife and all your land." And they're like, "Wait, is that really how this is supposed to work?" I don't. <laughs> I don't think I should be fighting anybody for my wife. Like she's mine. Like, and the wife was over there going, "Yeah, fight him, fight him. I'm coming with you, fight him, please." Like it's just it spoofs everything. They do the whole the lemmings where they, "Hey, you're old. You have to jump off the cliff in your underwear." Yeah. And they're like, the guy goes, "All right, it's your turn." And he's like, "No, nah, I'm not jumping." And they're like, "What do you mean? Everybody jumps?" And he goes, "Yeah, I was thinking about it. I, I, I think I got a lot of life left to live. I'm not going to." I, I was, I got a farm. My wife's still alive. I think I'm going to go back there. And he's like, yeah, I, we've never had anybody not jump. I don't know what, what to do. What do you mean? You're not yeah. jumping. And then that guy gets in trouble for not making him jump. It's, oh, you got to go find it. it. Yeah. I, love it already. I believe it's called. 
Uh, it reminds me of Yellowbeard. I got to go watch Yellowbeard. That I, yeah. that feels like the early preference for this. Oh, man, they're, it's they're, old it's, school. It's, yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, Ma- Manny Matati. Is that our... That's not the Matati. No, that's it's not Manny Matati. Uh, Manny Matati. <laughs> what a wonderful phrase. He's, uh, he's got a question for me. He said, there are some in the business that aren't happy that me and my friend Jason filmed the curtain call. Oh, what are your thoughts on it in regards to the video being out there of the incident? So, I, Ooh. I, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, I, I think it's also a good way for this kid to get his name out there that he put yeah. the video out there. Nicely done, sir. Nicely done. <laughs> yes, very nicely done because he wove he wove that in there uh, nicely. I don't I don't uh, if I had that video, I'd show it too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's if I'd have videoed that, I'd have put it out there too because. They didn't, they did it. You know what I mean? Like there, there it was. And so I don't, I fully expected it to get out there and I feel like they had to, too. You know what I mean? They had to know it was going to get out there and they did it anyway. And they did it and, and, you know, they paid some of them, somebody paid the price. I'll say somebody paid the price uh, for doing it, but I, I don't blame the, you guys for filming it and, and putting it out there, I'd have done the same thing. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? It was that you yeah. guys did it and now people have done it a hundred times since then, but nobody's ever gone that far. Uh, you know what yeah. I mean? Now everything gets out, so you can't, oh. you can't do anything. Yeah. If you do something, know it's on video a hundred times. Yeah. And, and look, I thank God that back in the day, not everything was on video. I'd still be <laughs> under the jail, but, uh, but I'd still be in a Punjabi prison and, uh, Denang, I think. Uh, yeah, I just named like six different countries too. By the way, I like it. That means yeah, you're like well traveled uh, and did a lot of things overseas. We like it. Did a lot of illegal things, and overseas. we're glad there wasn't any video, or you wouldn't yeah, be here on year thank, one. Thank God. But yeah, I don't hold anything against the the video air. You know, the video, the videographer, or the video. You know what I mean? They did the act. Uh, all you did was show the show the people that weren't in the in the building. What happened? It, it visually because yeah. the dirt sheets and everybody else was already telling yeah. everybody, you we know, talked it, about it. Yeah. There, it was already a topic of conversation. So, uh, thank you for the video. So I have, I have, uh, have something to think about now. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Fight Plus is the ultimate digital platform for live sports and entertainment, and they're now offering a free seven-day trial at TryFight.com. Fight Plus is packed with a premium live event schedule, over a thousand hours of live action every year, and a library of more than four thousand hours on demand, plus exclusive content you can't get anywhere else. Fight is a great partner of ours; they support us, so let's support them. Give that free seven-day trial a shot, and you'll be a member for life. That's tryfight.com. T R Y F I T E dot com. Uh, Bobby KF5 GTX AFS top guy. Hit mm, us did up. Did you say KFC or KF5? A- KF5 GTX. I'm just hungry. I'm just hungry. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. 
Um, by the way, speaking of KFC, are you down with the double down? Have you had one? I have not had the double down. I can't imagine having the double down, but I can't wait to hear your take because I see well, you waiting. No, I was going to say, I am a full-time fat POS, <laughs> and even me, when no, you No, go... you're a POC. A pers- <laughs> you're a person of crap. Person <laughs> of crap, yes. Yeah. And even when I look at it and go... Well, the the bread was too much that we just had to put bacon and cheese between two fried chicken patties. Like, I, I mean, I get it. Look, look I'm fat, okay? <laughs> I get it. Oh, well, but, it seems a little much, guys. It, but let me ask you this. Uh-huh. It's, I don't know what's crazier, that sandwich or the cauliflower <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Uh, I'll tell you this. You got a better chance of me trying the double down now than ever touching the cauliflower chick flavor. Yeah, but I will also order a McRib all day long. So, (laughs) I mean, I've eaten things. You McRib fan? I've eaten things that make a billy goat puke. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the double down seems much. Now, look, again, I had one. I might eat it to change my life forever, as in I die or at least lose a leg to diabetes. But. It yeah. just looks a little intense. It's aggressive. It, it's too much. It's too much. You know what? I mean, look, I just if they would put mayonnaise on it, then I would eat <laughs> yeah. I can't handle buns, guys. Now, if you'll give me an extra fried chicken breast, I'll throw down this bacon and cheese. Come on. Now you got me. Yeah. Now you can't now I'm hooked. Grilled chicken? Like I, no. We I, want it breaded. It's a bun. Grilled it's, chicken. It's grilled? Like, yeah. Get the hell out of here. It's acting as a bun. It needs bread on it. Come so on. So is this, basically this podcast is just you and I, like just joking with each other. And if yep. other people want to watch, welcome to them, right? Welcome to year one, my friend. In the books. <laughs> That's it. Okay. We need, to, we need to go to another question. And when we do, sure. come back and you have that hat on. <laughs> okay. If the we're dude, just trying right. to pop each other. All right, when dog answers this question, go to a solo shot. Yeah. <laughs> come back and I'm going to have this on. Bobby okay. KF5. We never even got to his question. We never question. even got to his question. He didn't ask us about double downs, but we talking to him about yeah. it. Here he goes. Dog, did you notice the effect of losing the ratings war in 1997 on WWE? Um, did we notice the effect? So, so I guess... I'm not really sure what the question, what he's posing. Like, did we lose in 97? Uh, was that the 83 weeks or whatever when we, so yeah, yeah, we did. You know what I mean? Yeah. You feel that you're, you're second. You don't want to be second. You want to be first. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you ain't, if you ain't first, you're last. Uh, but, but yeah, so yeah, we felt the effects, but, but one thing I would like to add, and I don't know that anybody on here can answer it. Did he spell effects correctly in his, in his sentence, because there's two E-F-F-E-C-T. Kind of, and would that be correct, or would it be A-F-F-E-C-T in this, in, this, in this form? And I don't know the answer, by the way. Well, uh, you hit us with, like, a legit school question. Yeah, and and I because I asked it of myself when I read it. I thought, uh. is that the right use of effect? Because I can't never get them right. Empathy and sympathy is something I just learned, too, because uh, I made my daughter look it up and read it to me. Uh, <laughs> effect is the change which is a result of consequence or action of another cause. Okay. So he used it right. He used it correct, right? Affect is both a noun and a verb to act on a change. No, so he used it correctly. He used it correctly. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And so you questioned him. Yeah. Well, I didn't Let's mean never to. Forget that. I was questioning mm-hmm. myself, really. Okay. 
I wasn't saying he was wrong. I don't, I don't know the right answer. So that helped me. You reading the definitions at least helped me. How about that? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, we're not too old to learn. I'm just yeah. too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go back to WCW wants to know. Uh, and get a solo shot because I got to get. I didn't think this through. I'm now talking through a hat. Some people say I'm already mush mouth and can't understand he's, me anyway. He's drinking out of it. I decided to talk through a party hat, uh, like I'm a Darkwing Duck with the uh, purple. Um, let's go back to WCW wants to know at Brian Artie James. All right. At the Casio Kid. At You Didn't Know Pod. How does the WWE Hall of Fame selection process work? And who is in your current wish list? Thanks in advance. I know we just had a class. We talked about it on our YTX a couple weeks ago, dog, about how big it was for Tim White to finally get in yeah. and some of the other people that were in there. But talk us through uh, what you can tell us. How does the Hall of Fame process work? Well, I'll tell you that it's changed over the years um, okay. uh, drastically. And, and, and so I, to be quite honest, I don't know what the process is or who's in that process. Um, but as far as my, so I, I, I can't, I can't speak on, uh, how the process works. What, what I can speak to though, is the second part of the question is some of my, some of my, you know, who, who was on my wish list and, and look, there's a lot of them on my wish list at, uh, midnight express. Um, I, I would love for the midnight express to be in there. I hope they aren't already. Um, if they, <laughs> if they are, I feel really stupid, but I also got my wish, so I don't feel stupid. Um, <laughs> but, uh, also, um, m more importantly, like China, I think China could, I, I think if you want to do a warrior award and a individual, something like that, because she was a, I mean, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. She was a trailblazer. Um, yeah, especially in, in, you know, before there was a Ronda Rousey, there was a ninth wonder of the world and whether it was a legit tough girl or, or whatever that that was real she was on the cover of playboy and she was you know what i mean she was worldwide and yeah. so i just think uh she deserves a, a, a an entrance and look if i'm being selfish i'd love for me and billy to get in there as uh as a tag team but it's gotta know. happen it doesn't it doesn't i'll tell you this it doesn't matter one way or another but it would humble me and make me feel really proud if, if it did happen uh, all right, let's get serious for a second. Um, Clockwork I Orange. I can't see the screen. I can't see the screen. Hey, remember Mel Tillis? Uh, Mel Tillis and, Can and Cannonball Run. The hood came up. He said, I can't see. Can you? <laughs> he, had to, he had to sing his line because he couldn't stop stuttering. Bless his heart. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you look like Clockwork Orange. The... the the real thick shady hit us up. <laughs> yes. Uh, he says, as a former head writer, is there a piece of business, angle, program, etc., that you feel didn't quite hit the mark and you would love a second go at any era or the time period for your writing of SmackDown? So I don't know if I've told this before, um, but I'll I'll tell it now. Do it again. Got I got, yeah, I got no qualms about telling it. I just don't know if it's, if I'm repeating a story, like the whole thing for, uh, when I was the lead writer of, of SmackDown, the Kofi mania, the whole Kofi mania, my original pitch was with Big E, uh, <laughs> to have, to have Big E do that. Um, 
I just felt like, and this is, look, I, I look back now and realize, oh, well, you were wrong, Brian. <laughs> you were wrong. Um, and I'm okay with that because of what happened. But that was my first choice. That's what I wanted to do. And that's, and that's, and, and, and I remember Johnny Russo, uh, and, and Steve Guerrero too said, no, Kofi, Kofi's got the lineage. He's got the, the, the time and service. He's got the, you know, and they, and they sold it to me. Uh, but that wasn't my first pitch. And look, I don't know what'll, what'll happen in the future, but I'd love to see Big E, uh, as a champion, as a face of the WWE, as the guy who goes on uh, the Today Show with the title and, and yeah. dressed in a suit. You know what I mean? Like Because I think the, the human himself, uh, he's very entertaining and very funny and very off the wall. And so I think, man, to, to know him is to love him. And, and so I just feel like you put the title on him and you put him out there and you're going to get to know him. And yeah. that's when you're going to really fall in love with him. You know what I mean? And, and it's not that Kofi doesn't have that because Kofi has that in droves. Kofi has that. And then some, it was just, it's just for me, man, big E. And he also, what, what gets reaches inside of me and grabs a hold of me is when he used to cut those promos, kind of like a Southern Baptist preacher. And, but he was, but he would get into it and, and be serious. And, but it, but it was that cadence and it pulled me in and I loved it, man. And I wanted, I wanted the world to see it and maybe they will one day. <clears throat> man, I, was, I was just about to say, it's kind of, we kind of forget with everything that's going on in WWE right now, how hot it is. And yeah. uh, people are talking about it's better than it's been in a long time. And kind of forget he's still on the bench. Oh yeah. And buddy, that's a heavy hitter about to come back. Yeah. At some point. yeah. Hopefully he can. I don't know what the story is yeah. with, with him. Um, I'm assuming he does because I'm hoping he does. Yeah, so, yeah, that's all too. That's me too. Yeah. Me too. I want to see him. I don't want to see it end like that. You know what I mean? Not for nobody, uh, especially not him. Um, but anyway, so that was one that I don't. When I thought about this question, if I had to take another stab at it, knowing how heartfelt and organic Kofi was in that spot, I don't. I think if I had to take another spot, <laughs> another shot at it, I'd, I'd leave Kofi there and not use Big E. However, I'd love to use Big E in that way again. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the future. Yeah. And just, <clears throat> I just think he's, he can carry it. And I think he's the right kind of guy to do it too. Cause he's a really good human being. They can both be true. Kofi can have his deal. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. And, hit it, and Big E should, can run with it Heck as yeah. well. He, yeah. he, he gets one too. It's not one or the other. Yeah. Right. Uh, at life of a mustache, Suds <laughs> McStash. Hit okay. us up. Do you have a favorite Barb Armstrong match or feud? Oh man, look at the look at the young Barb Armstrong. Look at where the hair uh, everywhere. Yeah, curly hair. He was, uh, you know, back in the seventies, that hair was sexy. I guess like Tom Selleck and all that. That looked like me when I <laughs> fell on that parking lot the other night. Just. <laughs> Covered yeah. black and bruised yeah. and Basically, skin Basically, what you look like was the shadow of my father. In <laughs> yes, thing. Exactly. Uh, so, That's me standing behind him. So, uh, <laughs> the dark, the dark secret. Beat up into the dark secret. <laughs> who's your, yeah, who's so, your favorite match or feud? Man, I, so what? What really takes me back to feeling like my father was in an actual feud with somebody was him and Roddy Piper in uh, Georgia, Georgia championship wrestling. Nice. That, that goes back a ways and it was, and it was good. And there was a lot of cocaine shared between those two. (laughs) 
Um, Boy, Rowdy had to be young. Just know that. Yeah, and straight out of Portland where he was hot, but he'd already been wrestling for a long time on the West Coast. And so, yeah, so when he finally made it here, dude, he, they, it, my dad and brother were a tag team. And the whole story was Piper came in as a commentator. And so he was, he was a color commentator, but he was a, he would put my brother Brad over and just, and then say, but this old decrepit Bob Armstrong, what is he doing? <laughs> Hanging on to his son's coattails now. And, and it was, so it was just oh. every week and every week and holy mackerel. And finally him and dad went to fighting on the, in, in the studio and man, it was awesome. Go back and watch that if you can. And then some of my favorite stuff is, uh, with Jody Hamilton, with the the assassin, with Nick Patrick's father, uh, in 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 Continental Championship Wrestling and Southeastern Championship Wrestling, they wrestled each other as the Bullet and the Flame uh, for for years, and and literally mask versus mask, and loser leave town, and all every story you can think of, and so. Look, when I was watching TV as a youngster and I saw the flame put a picture of my father up on a tree and then take ten steps and turn around and hammer fire a pistol (laughs) as as many times as it would go into the picture of my father. And then after that, he cut the promo still talking and went and lit the picture on fire. And, and because he was the flame and he threw fire and it was a, this guy's going to kill my dad. Like, (laughs) and, and so, and he was, Jody was a terrifying dude if you didn't know him. You know what I mean? Like big dude and and scary and shake your hand and it's a a baseball glove and you know what I mean? Like it's just a catcher's mitt and he's he was just a man. You know, Jody was a man. And uh and so I was scared to death of him. You know, I'll never forget. Your dad have to go with that. He came to the house one time with my dad and they I guess they were talking business or whatever. I was told my mom, like, who is that guy? That guy looks like the flame. <laughs> he didn't have his mask on, of course, but yeah, it was. Get him out of here. Yeah. What the hell's he doing here? But it was like, that's some of my, some of my dad's favorite stuff. Look, my dad had a big career probably before I even remember watching him on TV, you know? Um, but, but then he came to Continental when I was in the fifth grade and we moved to Pensacola and it was all over from there. And they, even then they did some of the tag team stuff with the Crockett cup and stuff like that for Georgia championship. And then WCW. And I don't know. I loved Bob Armstrong. I loved every match Bob Armstrong had. <laughs> um, Hey, yo, bulldog two, two uh, zero, two, six. Seven, wants seven. to know. He's got three people. He wants to know. Okay. The funnest wrestler to be around. Hmm. I'm honestly going to say Brad Armstrong or Dean Malenko. Really? I think I think if anybody if anybody knows uh, <laughs> like those two guys are really fun to hang out with, and and there's just so many funny, quick witted one liners about everything, and and then it's a riff where he says this and Brad adds on, and you know what I mean? It's just it's really fun. To be around. Oh, so people. them two going back and forth are great. Oh, uh, great. Yeah, but oh, but, great. but one one or the other equally is as impressive. That's uh, awesome. So that to, to funnest to be around, I would say, Brad Armstrong forward slash Dean Malenko. Especially fun since if the people that just know Dean from his WCW time. Oh yeah, totally opposite man. from the yes. character. Yeah, he's the Ice Man. There's and, no and joking so, about him. No, but he is 
There's no serious about him on the other side. You know what I yeah, mean? Like everything's he's, he can do, he'll do the job and do everything great, but like it's, he's having fun with it. And so it's just fun to be around him. Uh, and then two and three, he wants to know, I don't even know how you answer these, but you can give a stab best worker and worst worker, mm, worst worker. <laughs> I'll go first. Um, and I'm sorry oh, to say this, but it's Jim, the anvil Nightheart. Oh, um, no! I apologize to all it, but it's, I've only, I only had one match that was so bad. I remember it in my whole career and it was with him and it was, it was, I don't know. He was just, he was, like, I was, just I was young. I was young and he was established and been there a really long time. So I don't think he gave a crap one way or another about me. Okay. And, and I honestly, I don't blame him for that a bit. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's totally acceptable. <laughs> and, and so he treated me as such, you know what I mean? Okay. And it was just like, ah, we could have had, we could have done so much more. But right. then I say that, and and I watch, and I've said this before. I watched the match back. Uh, it's been a while now, but I watched the match back a while back, and I was like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Like it, yeah. was, it wasn't near as bad as I remember it. Um, but I remember it being bad because yeah. it was just eight minutes of. I well, said, we, sir. I, I walked over to him and said, sir, we have eight minutes tonight, and he said, yeah, can you sell for eight minutes? <laughs> and I said. <laughs> Yes, sir, I can. And he said, okay, I'll see you out there. That was it. And there we went. And so maybe he just that hurt my ego. Maybe, 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 maybe he just hurt my ego. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> maybe you that's why I remember it. Like maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe his work wasn't bad at all. He just hurt my feelings. <laughs> Come to think of it, the more we talk about it, he totally just hurt my feelings. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, you're getting out of here. He didn't do anything wrong at all. I would have beat I beat up Christian when he came in. You know what I mean? (laughs) My favorite is that we've done whole shows on WrestleMania as you don't remember. But when I said best work, you're like Anvil. Anvil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, because look, my dad and him were good friends. Uh, Natty and I are such good friends. I actually had a great relationship with him after that match. And honestly, I was young in the business. And now that I'm speaking about it at a 53-year-old man, it's hitting me. Like, you dumbass. Like, he just he just treated you like you everybody treated you at the, point, at the time. You know what I mean? I hadn't earned my stripes yet. I so literally, if if people could know, okay, let's last <laughs> week, Doc says, "What are we talking about?" And I said, "WrestleMania 34." And he goes, "Did I work that one?" And I'm like, "We got to do two hours on this." And now, just now, I don't know if you can say worst worker. I can. It's Amble. <laughs> I mean, that was the quickest thing you've ever remembered. I'm sorry. I, so take, I do want to take it back, but not really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's a re- that feeling is real. The headline heart. when the dirt sheets get it and you're just pooping all over Anvil is uh, going to be no, amazing. No, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to, and I am sorry. I did rush, <laughs> I rushed to judgment on that one. Well, uh, but I but can't best... wait till we have our new shirt. Can you sell for eight minutes? <laughs> uh, and best worker, who is it? It's clearly Bret Hart. Well, okay. It's not. Look, it's Brad Armstrong. There you go. It's Brad Armstrong, and 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 I. Look, when Ric Flair says you're in the top five and he puts Brad Armstrong in the top five good of people he's ever wrestled in his life. Pretty good company. Crap. Like yeah. that's saying something. Uh, Jim Cornette reached out and said something about Brad on Brad and Muda or something. And, and it was showing them. And look, Brad, 
could adapt and work. They loved him in Japan because he worked hard and he didn't work hard. It looked like he worked hard. You know what I mean? Everything he did looked legit and he sold legit and everything was right on. It was right on. And, and if you ask, I don't know, man, I don't, you ask anybody, anybody, uh, and, and a lot of them will say Brad Armstrong's in the top three. And for me, he's the best I've ever seen because I ain't never seen nobody better than him. Come like on if, now. I mean, I just haven't. I haven't. The dude's legally blind, too. He can't take his glasses off. He can't see a lick. And so that, and that's how good he is. Like, that's, that's some, that's some uh, Ray Charles stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's not crazy. being able to see, but being able to play the piano like that. Not being able to see, but be able to have a wrestling match in Japan where there is a language barrier and you can't see. You know what I mean? But so that's, he was so organic and real in the ring that he could work with anybody and anybody. Uh, anybody that listens to WHW with Tony Schiavone, he yeah. still puts over his float over Russian legs. The, the Russian legs sweet float over. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, and I had a guy on Twitter and I'll tell you who, so a guy I think had a question from here, Michael uh, Collings, TV Collingwood, or magazine yeah. or yeah, Wood. Mag. Uh, yeah he, he puts a lot of great videos up on, on Twitter and stuff that make really take me back. Uh, but it, it was that one of him and Muda that, or Brad and Muda, but it was, he puts a lot of good videos up on there anyway, man, he was so smooth. There was, there was, there's nobody like him and nobody. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm biased. He's my brother. Well, and if you disagree with me, I'll fight you. You got two words for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brad Armstrong. Jay the, the, Jay the K wants to know, um, at Jizzy you didn't know pod, if you can make a modern day three live crew, Ooh. who would be in the group and why? Wow. How about that? Well, I, I you know, I would definitely have uh, Santos Escobar in the group. Oh. Okay. Uh, and I would probably have... Hmm. Mm. We talked about him earlier. Uh, had the hey. match. Had the match with uh, Mustafa uh, that we talked oh, about. Oh, Cedric. On, C- Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Cedric Alexander, Santos Escobar. Hey, you and, probably still bring Ron back. <laughs> and Heath Slater. <laughs> oh, Heath Slater. <laughs> Heath Slater's right. Heath Slater's the TPG. He's the Trailer Park Gangster. <laughs> He I takes like my, it. He take, I was trying to think of a guy for me. Uh, and, and like, yeah, that would be me. The trailer park <laughs> he, can't, he can't work as good as the other guys. <laughs> He's just hanging Love on. Um, Gene Jackson, who is in the business himself. I know Gene. He's from down here in Alabama. Is that right? He said, love the podcast. I think Dog and Cassio have amazing chemistry. However, I've made a drinking game. Uh-oh. Every time Road Dog says, "Know what I mean?" I take a drink. Oh, he's and I usually right black out before the show ends. <laughs> First of all, that's why I had to read his question so early. I wanted to give him time to know we did it. We, we read it, sir. <laughs> yeah. We read it. Now you he's can pass been, out. He's you been dead. Mean? He's been dead for twenty-five minutes. Yeah. Well, he sent that in two weeks ago. We're not sure if he's still with us. Gene R.M.P. Uh, Gene R. Jackson. Gene Jackson. Look, I, you know what I mean. Just is. <laughs> I'll give you some time to drink up, Gene. If you know what I mean. Uh, oh, if you know you. what I mean. Mm. Mm, Gene, Gene. Uh, or do you know what I mean? 
Uh, I'm drinking Jack and Jim Bean. Uh, I'm saying Jean, Jean, Jean. Uh, do you know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to throw up my spleen. Uh. Okay, cool. Oh, I don't know if you've seen on TikTok, there's a uh, Sprite challenge. <laughs> We're supposed to try to read. I feel like you just tried it. Yeah, I forgot midway through it was Sprite. Boy, the bubbles. <laughs> yeah, they'll get you. Uh, uh, dog, let me, let's tell everybody about this, man. Wait, what's the you Sprite know- challenge? Uh, you you have to drink a twenty ounce sprite without burping. Oh, that's impo- That's an impossibility. Yes, as people learn the hard way on TikTok. <laughs> uh, everybody talks a lot of mad game until they start chugging that yeah, sprite. Yeah, chugging a sprite, and then it's, <laughs> it's just. I, that's exactly why I drink the sprite. <laughs> I got to get the rest of I'm this trying, gas out. I'm yeah. trying to see how fast I can burp. Uh, dog, you Here know this. You know this because this okay. has been to your house, my friend. Uh-oh. Hello, fresh, oh. buddy. Hello, fresh. Hello, fresh. You get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Get trips to the grocery store and count on Hello Fresh. Make home cooking fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit, dog. You talk about it in wrestling oh. all the time. There can only be one number one. Hey, right? and this is it. Uh, Hello Fresh. They send you all the ingredients. They send you directions, and they send you the food to do it with. So, I mean, it's you're your own chef because you don't even have to know how to cook. It tells you what to do. Now, look, I tried it and, and burnt half of the wing of my house down, <laughs> but, but my wife then took over and the food was delicious. Oh, I had a God. shallot gravy over my, uh, my, uh, grilled chicken breast. Oh, I didn't even know I like shallots. I Come said, Holy shallot. Now. This is the best thing I've ever had. It was delicious. <laughs> shallot. Yeah. You'll be saying that too, as hello fresh, gets delivered right to your front door and you saw this dog yep. good food is too precious to waste hello hello we've all got that veggie drawer that's just full of stuff that's rotten <laughs> yeah as we go back in for some more m&ms on the counter not with hello fresh their pre-portioned ingredients cut down yep. on your food waste by at least 23 percent compared to grocery shopping which is good for your wallet and the planet and by the way if you're looking for more ways to save this spring HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping. I don't know if y'all been to the grocery store lately. Things getting a little high <laughs> a little out expensive. there. Uh, 25% cheaper than takeout is HelloFresh. Yeah. And, and there's that? no there's no shrinkflation here. They send you exactly enough to eat that meal. And so like the like you mentioned earlier, there's no leftovers. Yep. You, you get exactly proportionate correctly for your family or how many people you're feeding. And the food is delicious. And like I said, you don't have to be Emerald Lagasse to, to whip this batch up. And maybe I dated myself. I don't know if any of you know who Emerald Lagasse is. Man, I had the, uh, we had the uh, pineapple chicken tacos. Oh. Ooh. My word. I didn't see that now. Yeah, that changed the angle of my dangle, my friend. I bet it did. Uh, and night. we are excited to have HelloFresh in our kitchen. We are excited to have HelloFresh as a sponsor of yes. Oh You Didn't Know. Thank Dog. you, HelloFresh. Right now, go to HelloFresh.com slash D-O-G-G-5-0. That's D-O-G-G-5-0. Use that code as well when you get there. Dog 50, you know what that's going to get you? 50% off plus your first box ships free. How about this? You can that's use so Dog 65 and see what? if that gives you 65% off. You know what you I got- say? Just keep going Dog whatever number and see what you get. <laughs> see what you get. 
at minimal, you're going to get slash dog 50 off. Oh, uh, yeah. Go to either one of those. Try dog 65. And if they've discontinued that one, maybe they've taken it back down to 50. We won't know till you try it. But either You'll way. You'll know when you try it. Yeah, your first box ships free. How about that? America's number one meal kit. Hello, fresh. There can be only one. And Hello Fresh is it. Oh, you didn't know? I was aware because they sent a box of delicious <laughs> food to my house, to my domicile. Boy, I, it was exciting. That day it came to the front door. <laughs> it was, was like, like Christmas. We got Hello Fresh food has been delivered to the front door. Oh, I'm fat and I'm excited. <laughs> oh. All right, dog, let's get back to the questions. Okay. Coyote R. Wiley. Oh, Wiley or Coyote. Yeah, I love it. He said, uh, did it take a different approach to handle the six-sided rings in TNA? Mm. Not not really. I mean, it just took a second to get used to it in there because, look, the guy's going to back you into the ropes. You just run into those ropes opposite of that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, uh, and if you're, you know, they back you into the buckle, you're going to run into the buckle opposite of that. So it's, it just takes some getting used to really. It's, it's actually the same, and and there's a little more room in there. You know what I mean? It was it was a very big, very big ring. Um, this seems to be the topic of the day today. Uh, not today, jackass. That's his name. Oh. Um, he says, "Ask a dog." I didn't know, so I'm gonna ask somebody. Mm-hmm. Being you, how often would you change your braids while on the road? So well, that's this, a new look. Look yeah, at that. So this was this was during WWA. This, that's my real hair. So that was my real hair oh, there. Wow. It was that, yeah. If you can see the picture there, that's how long my real hair was. It was braided into that. So what when I would get it, when I would get uh, you know fake hair put into it, um, it would take a couple hours, a couple three hours maybe, and uh, and I would do it about once every pay per view. I would try to la- make okay. it last, make it last to the next pay per view. But sometimes it wouldn't, and I'd, I'd have to do it earlier. But yeah, it was kind of a pain. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Because it was uh, that this this is how long my hair was at the end of it, at the start of it. You know, my hair's two inches long, and we're braiding fake hair into it. So my Oof. hair grew as as the years went on. But yeah, it's uh, it was not fun to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was <laughs> it was uh, not cool. Uh, Zoe Lopez wants to know what's the longest. Oh, you've... Well, here we go. We're still we go. going on the hair, man. We, we, it's like they've waited all year. I this love podcast it. to get I all the it. hair questions in. Zoe wants to know what's the longest you've had to wait to get your hair did when wearing cornrows. Mm. So probably two months, and and by then my real hair had grown out. So it's like it's you like can see a, it? oh yeah, you could see the hair, and then a <laughs> fake hair knot. And as it grew, it would get it would get slippery, like the knots not stuck in there anymore so oh. sometimes it would just slip right out you know what i mean and you oh, go gosh. oh here's a braid and my real hair is just froed <laughs> out up here right. uh so, so it was when it got when it got time and it's and <laughs> I, I didn't know how to take care of it so sometimes it would stink because i would wrestle every <laughs> night you know what i mean and so i had uh spray stuff that i would spray in and all kind of stuff but after a while, you go like, I'm going to get these out because you can only get them wet and then dry so many times before they stop smelling like mildew. Uh, um, outlaw Corey <laughs> James, hashtag skank life. He started skank that. Um, he wants to know, dog, how's Steve doing these days? I don't hear much talk about him from you or Scott. If that's too personal, I completely understand. I love all five of you. You're my inspirations for my character. 
Yeah, no, I I appreciate it. I didn't know you had a character, but I I love it. I love. He's the it. outlaw. He's the outlaw, Corey James. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. So no, Steve's doing good. I talk to Steve all the time. It's not too personal. He's my brother. Uh, I love him. He's kind of fell out of the wrestling industry and kind of doesn't do anything uh, with wrestling anymore. So I mean, I think that's why there's not a whole lot of talk about him, is he's just kind of done with it. And so yeah, but he's still alive and kicking and uh and still living down here in pensacola with his family so yeah we're still we're still bros we're still family i'm strong bros baby yeah uh wrestle maniac wants to know was it a hard pitch to sell vince on pushing nakamura in 2018 and having a mm. world title match at wrestlemania he said from the rumble win to wrestlemania and never felt like a move vince could easily get behind. I, I guess yeah. he knows Vince personally, but uh, what would your thoughts on Vince and Nakamura? Well, look, I think he gave Nakamura uh, opportunity after opportunity. So I don't, I don't know. I think, I think Vince sees that you don't have to see Nakamura perform too many times before you see what everybody else sees and you see what's there. So I don't think he, I don't think he uh, was blind to that or denied him of that. And I think he gave him a bunch of opportunities. Now, look, I think the argument can be made that, can he, could he be a top guy? Uh, if he doesn't speak English perfectly, can that conversation has been had? And, and I think now, uh, what are we five years ahead of that? And, and look, the world's changed. I think he could totally be the champion and you could use subtitles. I've said that before about Oscar. Yep. And, and I just think we're in a, a more global atmosphere now, and we're definitely a global company. So I think, I think that can be looked at differently now, but, but I honestly think it was, it was looked at differently then and not, and not out of context. It was just a different, different time. And, and, and look, Vince also has a different feel. You know what I mean? He feels things and, and you can't deny his track record. You can agree or disagree with him all you want, but you look at the world of professional wrestling that we all love. He's the king of it. <laughs> so so yeah. it's good to be the king and, and everybody that, that, you know, that's not the king can throw rocks all they want, but it's the, the truth of the matter is, He's had a good track record. He didn't think Nakamura could be the guy then. Um, and I don't know if he was right or wrong because you never do. You can guess and speculate all you want, but you don't know until the until you do the experiment and it's successful. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know if he was and, right, wrong, or indifferent, but we, we had him in title. Got a lot of life left we in. had him in title match after title match. We talked about him at WrestleMania 34. And wait, was that in 18? Yeah. Is that, the one, is that the one we just talked about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he came in and, and went to WrestleMania for a title. So I don't yeah. think anybody was holding anybody back or anything like that. That's for sure. Uh, Emma, ecopping08, wants to know, if you could go back in time to wrestle anyone from the early territory days, who would it be? Oh, man. Um, Maybe somebody you haven't wrestled with, because you've wrestled with the, a bunch of yeah, guys. The spoiler. The spoiler. The spoiler. But he also wrestled as the superstar. No, 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 no. The masked superstar is a different guy than the spoiler. I think. Who's the spoiler? So, so I think he's a different guy. I'm talking about Bill Eady. Uh, Bill Eady. Yeah, who was one half of. Uh, now I'm demolition. Yes. Uh, yeah, he was the masked superstar in. Uh, Really? I, I don't think he was the spoiler too. I think that was a different guy um, or the spoiler also. Uh, but, but Bill Eady, when he was the mass superstar, I thought he was one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. You know what I mean? I just thought, man, he was so good. And, and okay. 
Bill Eady was for sure the mass superstar. Yeah. He was Bolo Mongol, Axe, Super Machine, uh, Billy yeah. Crusher, and the Paramedic. Okay. Did you ever know he was the paramedic? I had no idea that he worked with emails. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, <laughs> he was a high school teacher, though. Yeah, yeah. Look, and he's a great man. He's still alive. I still see him and Barry at at, at uh, hey, WrestleCons and stuff like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just huge man. And yeah. and so he wrestled my dad back in the day. You know what I mean? And he, I just always watched him and thought, man, I'd love to have been in the ring with him. But you know, I never got to re- uh, wrestle Barry Wyndham either. And I would love to wrestle Barry. You know what I mean? Um, Ooh, but Barry was fun. just big and long and tall, and I feel like we would have had good chemistry together. Uh, Don Jardine was the spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Ron Jardine's brother. I have no idea. Just made that up. <laughs> he also went by Sonny Cooper, super destroyer and yep. the butcher. Super destroyer was the one I was thinking that was spoiler and super destroyer. There we go. Uh, from parts unknown, of course. Of course. I mean, nobody, who would know where the super destroyer Who would was know from? what parts he was from? Yeah. Nobody knows that. Um, I don't Alex- even know what parts of a chicken are in a chicken nugget. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nuggets, the nugs, little nuggies. <laughs> I got his uh, nugs. Alex Podcast Network wants to know thoughts on Rey Mysterio going to the WWE Hall of Fame, and do you think that was his last match against his son Dominic at WrestleMania 39? I I, I do not know the answer to that, but okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Uh, if it was me, and this was my, I could go out on my own, and this is, and it was me. I would have I'm getting inducted to the Hall of Fame one night. I'm wrestling my son at Hall of Fa- or at WrestleMania the next night. I would do a job for my son and ride off into the sunset like a like a somebody that's riding off into the sunset. Pretty big weekend. <laughs> pretty big weekend. I, you, I tell you this much: you can't top it. Yeah, pretty big See, weekend. You're not going to top it. Working uh, with your son. It, I, to me, that's just incredible working. And, and it, what a story it's been. What a punch he hit that kid with the other day at TV when he yelled at his mom and Ray came around there. Dude, I was sitting in my house and came up out of my chair because I wanted to hit him with him. You know what I mean? And uh, that's when it's good is when it gets you. And that, it got me, man. I, I love this story and I, I love where they're going. Like I said, I have no idea of the creative. I have no idea of Ray's plans for the future. If it was Road Dog's plans for the future, I told you what I'd do. I'd get nominated, I'd do a job for my kid, and I'd ride off into the sunset. We talked about it before when it was starting to pop off, and it's still going. There is, There might not be anybody in wrestling, for sure, WWE, that has as much heat as Dominic Mysterio. No, no he comes and out. I mean, it's he, turned he into out. good kind of heat. Oh, yeah, you know what turned, I mean? The exact right kind. Yeah. And it's, yeah, he's, Nuclear, and he's got it. And I'll tell you what, too, it's kind of funny to... to to think he's so crying to hate him and to see him improve every week. And he's, he's getting better and better. And the better he gets, the more I don't like him. You know what I mean? Because he's such a little crappy character. Like it's totally just dad, you left me. You weren't there for me. You know what I mean? And it's just okay. petty and childish. And, uh, and Ray was like, come on kid, come on for so long. I don't know. I'm, I'm hook, line and sinker into this story. And I absolutely love, I don't know if you've seen it on social media. A lot of people have been putting his looks his different looks up side by side with Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. Just, it's good storytelling, yeah, man. It's good great stuff. Yeah. And so I don't know. I I hope, look, I hope Ray has his druthers and can do whatever he wants to. And he does exactly that no matter what it is. 
I hope he gets to do it on his own terms. Sarah Walker wants to know favorite rumble moment. Well, uh, that's, you know, probably mine holding on to the bottom rope. Uh, but that's just because I only have my own personal points of reference. You know what I mean? So like, I look, I, I actually liked the rumble moment of, uh, me t- returning uh, a while back and and hitting Cody and Miz and everybody with my stuff. And then, of course, I was so blown up, I almost threw up in the rain. Um, <laughs> but it was a fun moment for me. And uh, and I appreciated those guys saying, hey, can I take your stuff? Uh, and thank, thank you guys for doing that. Um, but, but, you know, look, I... Man, the Rumble. I, I remember watching the Rumble way back when Hacksaw won one. And you know what I mean? Like it was just, it's been such a, I've also written uh, with with a team, written the Rumble a couple of times. And that's that's going so far as to write spots in and write, here comes this guy because this guy's going to eliminate him really fast. And by, you know what I mean? So it goes, you go into detail. It's really fun when you have that kind of knowledge in the match and you see it with 30 guys or whatever come to fruition and is executed in a way. And then, then of course you say, this is our idea. Now you give that to 30 guys who are talented and creative and they make it that much better. You know what I mean? They put their, their own little uh, salt and pepper on it and it makes it delicious, you know? And so I don't know. I love the rumble, special rumble moments, honestly, writing some of them and seeing them come to pass, seeing, uh, because the one I'm the most proud of was Socko versus the Cobra. (laughs) And that's the truth. That's a true statement. Uh, look, everybody, of course, wants a WrestleMania moment as a kid. You know, WrestleMania is the biggest event on the earth. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't changed. But I'm going to tell you, as a kid, I thought, man, Royal Rumble, what's cooler than that? I mean, that was 30... below WrestleMania at Royal Rumbles right <laughs> yeah. there. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, and that's, and that's some of the original Like you said, ones, you got to see right? everybody. Who's going to win? We've got yeah. all the studs in there. What is going to happen? What? Yeah, and, and things happen that you didn't see coming things yes. happen that you predicted things that, you know what I mean? And it's just, there's no way to lose. And with the, with the Royal rumble and to think like Pat Patterson came up with that concept, you know what Incredible. I mean? Just that, that creativity of just spitballing and that comes out of your mouth. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like we the, take it for granted. We've seen it so many times, but yeah. think about going for the first time, him going, <laughs> no, 30 guys are going to come in. You're like, what are you yeah. talking and, about? How, and they come in when? That's After just how many a Donnie Brook. Yeah, what? We're timing <laughs> just, them. What? Everybody just fights like hell. <laughs> it's great. Uh, uh, all right, dog. Speaking of fighting like hell, this segment has taken off and created some fights. Uh-oh. Uh, before we get wrap up the questions, we've still got a few more questions. I want to make sure we get these in okay. for our one-year anniversary. We've got our segment, The Sweep of the Nation. It really is. Talk of the town. Top dog. What, segment, what nation? What nation is it sweeping? One of them. I haven't heard yet, but I just okay. heard. But you uh, heard nation sweeping. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't like chimney sweeping? Maybe. I'm just being told neighborhood sweeping. It's <laughs> okay. Sweep my neighborhood. Swept. My, yeah, it's on a cul-de-sac <laughs> over here. It's just the corner lot. It's just basically <laughs> Richard's yeah. house and me. <laughs> That's it. We're. It's just us. I uh, go in Dick the- for short. Of course. Hey guys, need to call a quick time out here. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my listeners over at OU didn't know for a while now about all the cool things happening over at adsfreeshows.com. He created the soundtrack for generations of WWE fans with some of the most iconic themes in history. Legendary composer Jim Johnston sits down with Conrad to take us behind the themes that we all grew up on. 
including Randy Orton's Voices. That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why Ads Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adsfreeshows.com. Uh, we have got the Top Dog segment where we give you three sports entertainers. You tell us, are Ooh. you a better sports entertainer than this person? This all John Wayne with- Gacy, this you all- tell me. <laughs> started... This all started, of course, when you infamously infamously said, easy for me to say, you are a better sports entertainer than Bret Hart. That caused some headlines. So now we. And I'm 6'4. He can't juggle. Okay. Can you juggle? Or is that, I mean, that's not the point. He can't. He can draw. We've seen those. I spit all over myself. Um, Is he a better artist than you? I can juggle. (laughs) 100%. Um, All right, here we go. Top dog. We got to okay. get you back in the winning side. Back in, wait, I thought I was winning now. Oh, yeah, you had the last 3-0 and run. You're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. Good call. All right, here we go. Top dog, number one, Bill Watts. Oh, yes. Look at that. Yes. By the way, that's a good look. That is a good look. And back, and he was a big man, too. God, uh, he looks big. Yeah. Love his son. Didn't like him so much. Um, you, I don't I, think you're the only one that's ever he and said I that. Didn't, he and I didn't see eye to eye. Uh, you would be correct. I think a few people have said that same feeling. But look at that. Look, he oh, was if a, you're he was for a, a big wrestler, that's good. That's your man. That's your yeah. man right there, Cowboy Bill Watts. He didn't get the name Cowboy by hanging out at the Dairy Queen. Anyway. Look at that chin, man. Yeah, he was an old man. My man's ate some milkshakes. I can yeah. tell you that. Um, all right, so but you're saying yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. A million, Here we go. yes, 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 a million times yes. Road Dog, are you a better sports entertainer than Mabel? Ooh, I don't know. Oh. Huh? I'm so is this Mabel? Is this Viscera or is this Mabel? This is just Mabel. I'm gonna we, say we yes. We break it down to just this era. I'm gonna say yes then. Yes. By the way, how wild is Mabel? Come on, look at that. Oh, and how, and look he could work. And he could work. I worked with him ah. in Memphis a bunch. He, really? Uh, yes, he was good. Man, he was good for a big dude, man. Real good. Did y'all hang? He seems like a good hang. I, I didn't hang out Not with really? him, but I smoked weed with him and stuff, you know. Sure. But I Not mean, hanging out, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We, we are hanging out around the dumpster. <laughs> if there would have been a barrel on fire, we'd have been around that thing. All right, so you're at least going with a winning record here, at yeah, least. so far. At worst. Here we go. Last but not least, are you a better sports entertainer? Then Gangrel. Oh, man. Huh? Look at that face. Look, he's covered in blood. Things. Earrings. I'm going to say no out of of fear. (laughs) And I'm okay with 
with okay. knowing that there's nothing to fear but fear itself and fears make believe. I, I make it in my own head as of my own construct, but I'm still going to say out of fear, he is better than me at sports and the entertaining. Okay. And you know why I say that kind of? Because he's still in like great shape and still what? works really hard and still has fangs and still like he's very committed. And I feel like I tapped out a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like I I'm, s- I'm not committed. I'm committed more to doing the podcast. I'm committed. <laughs> I know. Hey, I saw him a few years back at a, at a GCW show. Hey, yeah. huge pop when he comes Same out. as it ever was. Yeah. Same as it ever was. Everybody loved yeah. him. Yeah. And getting He's, out there and dude, doing it. Dude, he comes out and drinks and spits oh. the blood. And, and how cool exactly was the brood? What we wanted. Yeah. Oh. How cool was the brood? I mean, I don't know. That's when I look at that and I go, like, okay, I, I think of myself as pretty cool. But I wasn't brood cool, you know what I mean? Like that's a you different pull level. You could off puffy shirt no, and blood. No, no, no puffy shirt, but just puffy in my belly, and that's just because <laughs> it's too tight. Like it's. Uh, all right, our next question comes from Johnny Iguana. Oh, uh, I think it's tag team. I with wish I was in Tijuana in a tag team with Johnny Iguana. I feel a hot wind on my shoulder. It's coming in from south of the border. Sorry, it was an old song. Did you ever hear that song? Yeah, so you knew it. Here we go. Johnny Iguana wants to know, don't you think gimmick characters need a comeback? He said, I'd rather watch a crappy Kamala match with Kim Chi (laughs) than a great non-Jamaican Kofi Kingston match any day of the week. Also, always thought Heath Slater was a nice throwback. Okay. I, I There's a agree. lot to unpack there. A lot to unpack there. I, so I, I do think it's it's debatable because some of those characters were uh-huh. a success and some of them were not. Right. And yeah. so, like, are you gonna? Are we talking about T.L. Hopper or are we talking about the goon or <laughs> the are we? Ta- you know man. what I mean? Are we talking about yeah, the Duke the dumpster or the real Double J Jesse James? The gobbledygook. How about him? Uh, you know what I mean? So it's. You don't want all of them to make a comeback, <laughs> just the ones you liked. And by the way, give me a Kofi Kingston match any day. I, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Well, we're I, I want at. Kofi to work Kamala. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's the dream match. I didn't know and, I wanted. And we've already brought him up here, but Heath Slater always a nice throwback, right? Uh, all, he is a all, nice throwback. Yeah, always. Like Heath Slater was my guy, and if you remember when I started writing SmackDown, him and Rhino had, were the first ones to hold SmackDown tag team titles. Uh, just because I thought some of the stuff we did with those, their characters and and uh, the trailer park with, with you know just some of the stuff we did was outside the box, but really entertaining. Um, Does he still and, have kids? I'm sure he does. I don't okay, think good. he lost any of them. Well, good for um, him. I hope he still has them, and I hope yeah. he's still working somehow yeah. to pay yeah. for them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt Housen wants to know, Ooh. what was off limits when doing pr- promos? Language aside, personal beef, backstage jokes, or innuendos, what the mm. networks liked or didn't like? Did you ever go off script? And if so, what was the outcome backstage? Good, bad, scolded, anything? Yeah. So, so the look, the thing is, and this is uh, – not great to say, but it's just a fact. It depends on where you're at as, as to, as to if they're going to let you say, uh, a double crooked letter, you know what I mean? If you're the rock going out there and you say that, okay. But if you're Heath Slater and go out there and say that, Hey man, don't do that. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a, it's a, 
uh, double standard. How long your leash is with the company? That, that, exactly, exactly. How, how long? How long is your leash, and how how productive are you for this company? Well, and if, if you if, go off, you better hit right. Yes, and you better <laughs> and you better be batting cleanup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, don't come up there into seventh position and start saying, throwing the D word out there. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, <laughs> it's not going to go well. But, and so, so right, wrong, or indifferent, that's, that's the truth of the matter. I think, um, I what think. What about things like, uh, like, go ahead. For instance, a few weeks ago, it made headlines uh, when they talked about, uh, um, it's escaping my head right now, but they went, he went off on how they had to pipe noise in for you. Uh, and it stung some people and everybody went, Hey, that might've been a little bit over the line. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is that, is it over the line? I mean, no, you know, no. okay. To, to, to me. Makes it even better. It's over the line. If it's, if it's, uh, out of bounds, literally, like if yeah. it's out of bounds morally or socially or culturally, like, you know, you don't right. go out of bounds that way. But as far as dude, John Cena started this war a long time ago and the, and the rock did too. Like yeah. they, we oh, when he called him we, out for writing hand and writing yes, words. Yes, yes. We 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 do that, yeah. and and it, we go. Hey, uh, I'm going to go out there and have a promo with you. I'm going to say some stuff. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Or and, and hey, this is what he he's going to say, and this is what. And so it's that horse is out of the barn. I think now you have to say some stuff like that to get the reaction you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to say some inside baseball stuff so that the inside baseball fans can go, who he got him with that zinger. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. it's, so you kind of have to go there. You're talking about Cody and Roman. The I believe promo. it was. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it was, it was too. And I look, Roman said some stuff too. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and it's, and it's, but it's, it's not, not like it's you can not sweep it under the, line. the rug. Yeah. Everybody and their brother has said the same things. Yeah. that these two are saying, but now they're saying it out loud to each other. You yes. know what I mean? And so it's, Whoa, Holy mackerel. They, he went under the, under the covers. There was a low blow there. And it was like, no, we're just working, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're working you, uh, with us. And so it's, to me, it's fun. I would love to be in a good promo segment where it's just some back and forth stingers. Cause, uh, and anybody I, ever say anything to you where you went backstage and went, Hey man, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was taught there was there's heat. If you go overboard verbally, there's heat. And and there's even maybe uh you lose next week on TV or something. Maybe there's a there's a form of punishment. Um because if there's not, you can just do anything. You know what I mean? There has to be uh so, some consequences. Yeah. Um there's gotta for, be for a line people. somewhere. Yeah, and, and now that we're private or publicly owned. Um, there are sponsors, there are uh, board members, there are people uh, that you're accountable to, even as a talent. You know what I mean? So you can't go out there and 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 make the the networks angry. You gotta you gotta toe the line, and the trick is getting yourself over while doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's why that's why people are coming out swinging with the promos. It's it's good stuff. You know what I mean? It makes you go, oh, ho, 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 man, did he really say that? And it's. It's it's money it's money drawing promos if you ask me. Uh, and last but not least, uh, our last question. We've still got another segment before we get out of here on our one year anniversary. But Ty B Jones, oh TBJ, uh, he has sent us a photo, dog. Good. And he wants to know on a scale of one to ten, how messed up are you in this photo? Oh, you even um, know where you were at. It was an overseas tour, and I don't know if it was... Uh, USS Hammer? Is that what it says? <laughs> what 
does that say behind you? It says hammer or Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I was on I was probably on the USS Hammered. Uh <laughs> but but this was like that was I made that face to, for them to take the picture and everything. That picture's been around literally for 25 years. Oh my gosh, it's everywhere. <laughs> and I love it. I love it because it's just me having fun. And yeah, I was on the back of the bus on a tour overseas. It was UK or I think it was the UK because South Africa, I don't think I had my hair braided yet. But we went to the UK and, uh, you know, had some fun. I didn't uh, well, go to jail or anything, so. Well, that well, I mean, and you told us at the beginning, you could have been in a Punjabi prison oh, or. A, yeah. You could have been in a South African <laughs> sale next to Mandela. We don't know. I've been we a shark cage know. right now. No. <laughs> Me and you in that hat in a shark cage. Uh, dog, before we get out of here, we like to spread positivity with so much negativity on a lot of the podcasts and then the wrestling world and wrestling social media. We like to do the opposite and be thankful for what we've Amen. got going on, dog. So before we get out of here on our one-year anniversary episode, we've got to do the thankful minute. That's where we put 60 seconds on the clock, and you get to tell us, all of your listeners, what you are thankful for right now, dog. 60 yep. seconds on the clock and go. First and foremost, I thank God each and every day for my wife. Uh, she is everything to me, and without her, I am nothing. Uh, same goes for God. Thank him because he gave me her. Um, but what I want to thank, you know, what I want to say most of all on this one-year anniversary is how thankful I am for my team. Um, you know, I don't... Uh, <laughs> we make jokes about it, but I don't make a ton of money doing this, but I love the team I work with. I love uh, Steve Kaufman who used to work with us. I love the D'Angelo brothers, Dom and Marcus. Uh, I love you, Cassio. I think our, our chemistry, I don't know if it's good or not, but I love you and I love hanging out with you. So I'm going to come here and do that as long as I can. Um, but yeah, I'm thankful for this opportunity that I can get on here and have fun with you guys. And if people want to listen, they're welcome to. Uh, if they don't, then I got to words for you but you know what i mean i'm thankful for the family that i have and the outer family that i've that i've gathered here sorry and it is a great crew we are a family brother and it is look like you said uh not to beat it in a bush but we ain't doing this for the money (laughs) um but we keep showing up every single week because we're having fun, man. I'm having, we, a, I'm having a blast. And, yeah. and, and you know, we, we talk about wrestling. We talk about a lot of stuff. But most of all, we just have fun. And that somebody said it earlier and like, hey, if if uh, if I was supposed to take you seriously or something, and I just thought, <laughs> man, you tuned into the wrong podcast. Because, yeah. look, I, I'm serious about my wrestling when, my, when, when it's time to be. You know what I mean? But, like, I can't be serious. I can't debate you on something we did five years ago. We did it. It's in the past. It's, yeah. it's whether you like the, the the choice or not. You know what I mean? So it's, I love talking about wrestling, but more than that, I love having fun. And so one year in, I'm having fun, and I thank my team uh, for having fun with me. Thank you to, like you said, Steve Kaufman, who uh, helped produce when we first started. Yep. Thank you to Ryan Katz, Ryan Katz, who was in this seat when you first started. Yep. Um, thank you to Marcus D'Angelo, who is our super producer now. Man, we appreciate all the hard work yep. you do every single week for us. We appreciate uh, Derek Sabato for getting in oh, notes amen. with us, man. Uh, acting like me and you can actually know about wrestling. Yeah, he makes yeah, like, that happen. <laughs> but when I say like, hey, I don't remember that one. And then I get the notes and I go, oh, yeah, I was in it. Or what? You know what I mean? Whatever. Like, oh, You're thanks, like, Derek. why are we talking about this event? <laughs> well, you headlined it. But all right. My bad. Uh, yeah, Derek makes us look good. Uh, yeah. to, for Dominic D'Angelo, I'm not sure what he does, but he's here. No, but he's, uh, every he now is and then. handsome. 
He, he pops is a swell in. looker. He's a, he is a swell looker. <laughs> yep, I was going to say that too. Swell looker, something like that. Uh, and uh, thanks to also all of our ad-free shows family for uh, taking care of us and uh, getting this out early and ad-free and uh, helping us with all the top guys and top gals. And we thank all of you that are listening, watching, however you consume this. Uh, we appreciate it. Because yeah, if you were not here, you. there would be no one year here. Did real you? Quick. I'm truth is there's no one here um but i was gonna say like I, you thought i said swell looker i said he was a jelly hooker like it's a, there's a totally different yeah totally different good because that's what i was thinking but okay, i didn't want to say you it you want to say it out loud i got I, you and, and i do uh i do want to say from all of us dog thank you because oh. uh buddy if you thought nobody listened to this beforehand the first week <laughs> you're out buddy woo! this is uh nobody's gonna be here so seriously you are very busy. You work oh. with the largest wrestling company in the world. Uh, you've got a family. You got your grandkids. So we do yeah. not take it for granted, man. We appreciate you joining us every single week, bro. I, I thank you guys. It's the pleasure is mine. <clears throat> Let's Each get to two guy. years. Yes, yeah, spoiler. Spoiler was Dan Jardine. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be in top dog segment next top time. Dog. We'll throw um, him in there. Everybody, thank you. One yep. year anniversary year down. in the books. Let's continue having fun. Let's continue having great guests, great topics. And, of course, these great Ask Dog Anything uh, segments where we talk to you guys and yep. gals all night long. See if you guys can serve the second year of your sentence with us. What, one year? <laughs> is this community service for some of them? One yes. year is in the books. And if it's you didn't anger like management. This, <laughs> it's anger yeah, management. Yes. If you're one year, if you didn't like this first year, dog, we got two words for him. I got two words for you. Suck it. Woo! Second MLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! Tax season is here, which means you've received or are expecting that tax refund any day now, and you're thinking about what to spend it on. How about a new home? With SaveWithConrad.com, we're helping renters become homeowners every single day, and it's more affordable than you think. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need a huge down payment. In fact, you may not need a down payment at all. At SaveWithConrad.com, we take the stress out of the home buying process. We'll determine your buying power. We'll even help you find a realtor. And unlike the banks, we don't say no. We say not yet, but here's how. So if you're not ready right now, we'll get you on a plan to be ready. Stop throwing your money away, paying someone else's mortgage with your rent, and start the path towards owning your own home today at SaveWithConrad.com.